What is up, family? Welcome back to another episode of the Bleeding BNG podcast, episode 84. So I guess you could call this our Gary Clark episode, but let's cut straight to the chase, man. It's July 20th. We all knew what day what day this is. We've been waiting. We've been highly anticipating this day, and it is finally here at 4.48 p.m. today. The 24-year nightmare that we've been suffering and we've been dreaming about as Washington Commander football team and Redskins fans has come to an end. The votes are in. The sale is approved. Dan Snyder is no longer the owner of the Washington football franchise. That acclaim now goes to Josh Harris. Oh, that sounds so amazing. That sounds so amazing. And as you can see, if you're checking us out on YouTube, you can see I already got my party hat on because like I said, this is a joyous occasion. This is a celebratory moment. And you see I have my party hat on and it's 11 o'clock. I didn't have time to go get party streamers from the store, so I had time for the next best thing. It's a joyous occasion. It's a joyous occasion if you can't tell. And I apologize, guys. I apologize. As I mentioned, I know that the sale went through at 4.48 and I'm not recording until 11 o'clock. And that's because we just came home from the Burgundy and Soul Party that was at the bullpen um, on the Nationals uh, patio. It was an amazing event. It was an amazing event. I had a lot of fun. Saw a lot of you guys from the Washington Commanders content community over there. Um, And it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, I even made a joke that I, I saw more, more people today than I've been seeing um, on a consistent basis at Washington Commander fans. Um, and I think that that's a, a sign of things to come because the nightmare is over, guys. The nightmare is over. Um, like I said, I was at the Burgundy and Soul Party. Um, so please forgive me um, if I stumble over my words today. We might be a little inebriated. Shout out to the, shout out to the Lobo. Shout out to LeBron James. Um, the Lobos has been getting me right this joyous occasion um but i am so excited guys if you can't tell i am so excited because we can finally have a positive outlook for our team and not be like oh well you know they're not going to succeed because of the owner um and that's something that you know has been said throughout my my lifeline my lifetime as a washington football team fan uh, most of you guys know uh, I'm 27, so I've never really seen um, the successful years. Um, my first recollection of football was the 1999 season, and I ironically, that was the only season that Dan produced um, a playoff win, um, which was really under Charlie Cashley, but we won't really talk about that today um, because we're looking towards the future, and it is the Josh Harris era in Washington now. Um, but not only Josh Harris, you know, Magic Johnson, uh, Mitchell Rails are big faces um, of, you know, the share group um, that made this purchase for the Washington Commanders uh, and a guy named Mark Ein. And I actually got a picture with Mark Ein today. And I apologize, Mark. I think I blew up your spot. Um, nobody seemed to notice you. Um, but, you know, we're very tapped in over here at Bleeding B&G. So I saw him walk in. Um, I tracked him down. I think I caused some attention, but I was able to get a picture with Mark Ein and um, congratulate him on this celebratory moment. And he was nothing but appreciative. Um, but he definitely got up out of there when I when I blew up the spot. So I do apologize for that, Mr. Ein. Um, but I cannot wait to see you throughout the season. Um, and hopefully, um, I can't wait to see you uh, after some you know thrilling wins. I'm looking forward to winning again. I am looking forward to winning again. Like I said, we can't chalk it up that, oh, it's just the owner anymore. We can't do that anymore. 
Those days are done. Dan is gone. Dan is sayonara, my guy. Sayonara, my guy. Hit the road, Jack. That was the song that they were playing when I was pulling up to the bullpen today, and it was so perfect. It was so adequate. Seeing Brian Mitchell is usually an angry guy. Shout out to B. Mitch. I love B. Mitch. Uh, but, you know, he has a hard demeanor. He had a smile on his face all day. And if you listen to his celebration speech, he was like, man, I ain't going to lie. I'm feeling some type of way because I was the first person that Dan got rid of. So I'm glad that his ass is gone. And I felt it. I felt it with a passion. Shout out to my guy, Jeff Walker. Uh, many of you guys know um, is the producer on the Be Mention Finley show. Um, he did a good job emceeing a little portion of that event at the Burgundy and Soul portion today. Um, but guys, I, I really, I don't really know what to say. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, we have been awaiting this moment, but it's almost as if when Adam Schefter made that tweet at 4.48 p.m., I didn't know how to react. I didn't know if I wanted to cry. I, I had a permanent smile on my face. My jaw started to hurt. Um, but I was actually on my way to the Burgundy and Soul Party when the announcement um, was official. Um, so, you know, we had to go ahead and post that content, send it over on the Bleeding BNG Instagram page. Go ahead and follow um, if you haven't already. Um, but, yeah. Like, yeah, I really, this is, this is, this is a moment that I didn't expect to see, um, not in my lifetime, um, and while it was becoming more of a possibility throughout, you know, the last three years, um, since the sponsorships dropped in, the names changed, um, when I was younger, I go back to my childhood, um, and as I said, growing up, um, it was always said to me, you know, uh, when you're just a fan, you don't really know the ideologies of football, um, the concepts and things like that. You just know that you're rooting for your hometown team. And then you have people saying to you, like when you're at the cornerstone things, like when you're like an eight-year-old, like you're, you're like an eight-year-old and they're telling you like, man, y'all not going to win anything. I, I got feel for you. You're a super fan. I can see that you're highly invested in this at your young age. But man, y'all not going to win anything um, with that owner. Um under reigns, uh, meaning Dan Snyder. And for a while, I, I, I didn't understand it. Like I said, I've been hearing that since I was about five. And I vividly remember that. Like I said, I vividly remember an instance in the cornerstone where they're like, yeah, I hear you rule for them, but I ain't going to do nothing without that owner. I vividly remember my grandfather saying it. And, you know, you never knew why they said it, right? And then I became a young, impressionable seventh grader, right? Um, and it was the 2007 season where I started to really – understand football you know I was always invested in football I've been watching it since a youngin um, but that's when I really got good as a player and I really became invested in not only the Washington Redskins but the NFL you know Sean Taylor and everything that 2007 season was it and you know we started off slow in that season and as an impressionable seventh grader when you're starting to understand some things more uh, I'm not even gonna lie I was like oh I get it like yeah it is the owner this is when, you know, he has lawsuits coming out about him suing 80-year-old women about season ticket prices and things like that, even though he's a billionaire. And as a seventh grader, I don't know what age you guys or what's the common age that people become impressionable and start really understanding things, but I vividly remember in that 2007 season, like, I get it, right? And arguably the highest point in the Dan Snyder moment is not when he necessarily won me back over, but he bought some time with me, right? And that's when, you know, the unfortunate passing of Sean Taylor happened. And 
Dan handled that with grace, man. Um, if you ever listen to Santana Moss or Clint Portis tell those stories, you know, the uh, Redskin one was accessible to them. He was down there as soon as he heard that Sean got shot. He was traveling back and forth from Miami to Washington, D.C. And he really handled that situation with grace. And I remember like, all right, maybe he's not so bad. And then the Jim Zorn experience happened. And ever since then, I was like, yeah, this guy's got to go. Because after the Jim Zorn experience happened, then it was the Mike Shanahan experience, then it was the Jay Gruden experience, and what preceded that was the Steve Spurrier experience, along with Vinny Serrato, and all that coincided with that was the Bruce Allen experience. So, you know, Dan, um, Dan was on his ninth life, and I think the nail was in the coffin um, in 2021. Uh, when he essentially snitched on himself and created a trail, uh, you know, leaking those emails uh, between, you know, Bruce Allen and John Gruden. Um, you know, that Dave Van Natter story that came out last week essentially said it like that. That was essentially would have been in the clear if he didn't do it to himself. And I think that that's just no, it's something blissful about that, uh, that, you know, bad karma came to bite Dan in the ass in the end. Um, and that's beautiful. Um, and as I mentioned before, like I said, I think the highest moment in Dan's tenure in, in a, as a Washington football team owner, football franchise owner, is the way that he handled the Sean Taylor situation. Um, or it might be the hiring of the Jim Zorn um, two point. I mean, not Jim Zorn, the hiring of Joe Gibbs in 2004 um, to start that, you know, Gibbs 2.0 era and things like that. And honestly, honestly, the high point in Dan Snyder era might be him rocking that fit with the with the butter Timberlands on, with the with the with the no face on, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. That might have been the best thing. That might have been Dan's biggest accomplishment as a Washington football team owner, cause that fit was crazy. That fit was crazy. I was like, all right, Dan, you got, you got some drip. Just just cause of that drip, man. You you bought another six months with me, man. Uh, but all all jokes aside, uh, this guy had to go. This guy had to go. Um, reports came out today, right after. Um, the approval of the sale in the midst of, you know, Josh Harris and Roger Goodell's press conference that the Mary Jo Wright report was released and some initial details came out that Dan was actually going to have to pay back $60 million to the NFL due to the fact that he was cooking the books like Jason and Freeman had been telling us for the last couple of years and the fact that um, he actually did sexually harass a Washington um, franchise employee at some t um, point during his tenure. Um, I didn't get a chance to look too far into that. As I said, I was um, going to the Burgundy and Soul Party when a lot of these details were coming out. Um, but those are some serious allegations, and they're deemed to be true. I don't even think that they were allegations. I think that it's black and white in the fine print that he did sexually harass um, a member, and... If that is the case, like, you're a scumbag, dude. You got to go. Yeah, we've been hearing it, but to see it in print, um, that just validates everything that I've thought about you. Like, get get the, get get out get out of my life, bro. Get out of my life. You ruined my childhood. You ruined my years as an adolescent. Now you're ruining my years as a young adult. And like I said, I was trying to give you passes, um, and I really lost it for you after, you know, the gym's on debacle because that shit, even as a young 8th and ninth grade, I knew that shit was trash. But... As a season ticket holder going into my third year, that's when I was really like, oh, yeah, man, this this guy got to go. 
the lack of amenities, the lack of benefits we get, the lack of perks we get as season ticket holders. Um, and I know I'm going on my soapbox now, but that all starts with the owner. That all starts up top, and hopefully it changes with Josh Harris in the fold now. He already bought me a beer. Um, he has, we have buy that, uh, IPAs. I'll be sure to put those up in the, um, in the video as well. Um, I think I have it in the car. I should, God, I should be having it up as a souvenir. It'll be up in the next episode, uh, for sure though. But, hey, our biggest nightmare, the 24 year nightmare is over. Dan Snyder is gone. This is the biggest day in Washington football history. Super Bowls included, because guess what? This is permanent. Um, Super Bowls, while you know they have a legacy, we all remember them. They're temporary. There's another. There's another Super Bowl winner the next year. Well, guess what? Dan Snyder will. Dan Snyder will never own the Washington Football Team franchise for another day in his life. And I doubt he ever steps foot in America because he can't seems he can't seem to be the type of guy to face the type of criticism he would get if he was just taking a stroll in Morton, Virginia one day. Because you know the type of fan base we are, and I saw it in droves today because we're coming back out. I saw all age ranges. I saw four year olds to seventy four year olds. I saw people on can on crane walking with canes. Like I saw people in wheelchairs. It was beautiful to see. And guess what? And I'm not calling you out, but I just hope that I see it consistently starting in the fall. This is where we start to get behind this team um, to get back to the glory days of the 90s, man. Because it all starts with the support from the community. It all starts with the support of the community. And that's something that Josh Harris mentioned in his presser. You know, he said he grew up as a fan. Um, and I don't know if you guys saw the little shot that he took at Dan. But he said, being, fan, being a fan is just not enough. And we all know the story about how Dan grew up as a Washington fan. He had his Washington Redskins pajamas. But, you know, it just simply isn't enough. He didn't invest in the facilities enough. Um, trying to take over, you know, roster construction. Damaging almost every relationship he has with a head coach. This is a guy that took one of the NFL's most story franchises and put it in the pits. And put it in the fucking pits. And now it's Josh... Josh Harris, you know, and his team, Mitchell Rails, Magic Johnson, Mark Ein. Shout out to Mark Ein. I'm going to drop that picture with Mark Ein because he was super excited to see me. You would have thought that I was the millionaire in our interaction that we had. Um, super nice guy. Um, but um, it's over. And these guys are tasked with getting the Washington football team franchise out of the pits, out of the pits, out of the hell that we've been suffering over the last 24 years. And I think that these are the guys to do it. Um, so that'll do it with this episode of the Bleeding B&G Podcast. It's a joyous occasion. It's a historic date. Um, so go ahead, like, subscribe, and comment. Let's get this historic video. Um, let's get this historic video popping. Let's get it finessing the algorithm so that whenever you're searching the Washington Commanders, whenever you're searching Josh Harris, whenever you're searching, whenever you're searching anything Washington Commander related, Bleeding BNG is the first content hub that pops up on that algorithm. Like I said, this is a historic day, so let's get some historic views and some historic interactions jumping on this video. And as I've said before, if you're checking us out on podcast only platforms, audio only platforms, specifically Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Be sure to leave a rating. Be sure to leave a review. That's where the finesse and those algorithms come, guys. And I've been appreciating it because I've been seeing it. And I noticed I just got to type in like a bleeding beat and then we've been popping up lately. So that means that, you know, we, we, we causing a little traffic over there on the, you know, the platform over there on the algorithm. And as always, if you're not following us on our social media pages, be sure to follow our Instagram and our Twitter. 
Our Instagram is spelled at bleeding BNG, B-L-E-E-D-I-N-G, BNG. I think you can see it here somewhere in the overlay. I think it's right here. And then our Twitter is spelled a tad bit different. That one is at bleeding BNG. That's B-L-E-E-D-I-N. BNG. So there's only one G in our Twitter handle. Be sure to check it out because you know we cutting up out there. You know we cutting up out there. I cussed Dan Snyder out over there on my Twitter forum today. And, you know, um, there's a lot of things coming on the horizon for not only BNG, but for the Washington football team as well. So that'll do it for this episode. Be sure to be tapped in. I got a lot of content coming out. I'm a lot more invested in this team because I think that the future is bright. I think that the future is bright, and I think that it might start now. I think that we're in line for a pretty good season. Um, so that'll do it for this episode of the Bleeding BNG podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'll check in on you guys later. Peace.